0: What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. This is Nerd Thug Radio. You're going to catch us on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio, coming at you from in-studio to celebrate a major milestone in in podcasting. Right. Just in general, but in specifically... Ross here at Nerd Thug Radio, <laughs> this is the 300th episode. Just like the Romans. That's right. Let's go. Um, all right. So this is Nico DLG with me as usual. That's well, yeah, that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. it. Nothing it. new. Nothing new. Uh, in studio this week, mostly to celebrate this particular thing. So we had him on yesterday in person for the sports show, but that was because we cranked him out here for this one. Right. Time
1: travel. We're here. We're ready. Woo!
0: This is 300. This is a big one. This is. Can you just have like uh, like Gerard Butler drops of this is three, like this is Sparta all around? I can. Doing this? Just make that happen. All right. Every time I say this is 300 and then he yells this is Sparta.
1: And right, we yeah. Back to it. Or we, or we do the Kanye West where he incorrectly says that the Romans.
0: This is Romans? Is yeah. that what he says? <laughs>
1: he said uh, 300 just like the Romans and it's like that's not who that was. No, no. There was a lot more Romans. Yeah,
0: it was Greek. They were Greeks. <laughs> they were Spartans. <laughs> they are Spartans, but most importantly they're Greeks. <laughs> there um yeah, that's funny. Uh surprising Kanye would get that wrong because he seems to be very knowledgeable about all things art. That song do go hard though. <laughs> um is it Gangsters in Paris? No. That's another song. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so it's three hundred and we're having a blast. Let's do this first. We told you we were gonna announce a giveaway. I told you it was big. So it's going to be massive. Okay. All right. And here's what it is. Here's the deal. We've been doing a giveaway every week where if you like, share, subscribe, but make a screenshot of it and DM it to the show, mm-hmm. then you will be entered into a contest for a prize that week. Same idea, same concept, same spirit, but you're going to send it instead to Radio at gmail.com this time screenshot of you liking the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere of you sharing the show with some kind of encouraging message. Hey guys, check out the show. I found something like that. Um, subscribing to the show on anywhere where podcasts are played anywhere. If it's on Spotify, if it's on iTunes, if it's on whatever, however you check out podcasts, screenshot you subscribing. Each of those will count as an entry and you will win Either a PlayStation or an Xbox or a Switch. Winner's choice, up to $300 value, we'll buy it and ship it to you. That's right, boys.
1: Giving away the big boys, the That's big right. consoles. A
0: PlayStation 4 or an Xbox 360. Is that what's out? Is that no. the new one? Xbox One? There you go. Xbox One or the Nintendo Switch. Um, this is going to go through July 31st. We will announce the winner August 1st, yeah. which is perfect because there's something big going on in August that I can't talk about yet. That I've already been working with. The adventure begins on. Um, we could do the announcement there. It'll be an even bigger deal. Even bigger. Even bigger deal. Um, so you guys all have about five and a half weeks to like, share, and subscribe as much as humanly possible. On all the platforms. On all the platforms. Email that to nerdthugradio at gmail.com, all one word, nerdthugradio, all one word, at gmail.com, to enter to win a PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or Nintendo Switch, your choice, up to $300. And what we'll do is just, when we get in touch with you, you're the winner, and you're like, hey, I want a PlayStation 4, if there's a cool package you want, we'll go all the way up to 300 If it's going to be more than that, we'll, we'll reach out to you, and we'll talk to you about it, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you want to get the protection plan or something, we'll talk about all that stuff. Behind the scenes, but you're going to win a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox uh, 1, one or a Nintendo Switch. I, I keep wanting to say Xbox 360. I don't know. Right? It's one,
1: it's, so. it's it's just like the iconic one at this point, but it's it's been outdated for like several years now. I don't think I've ever actually been in the same room as an Xbox One. Uh, I have, but like it's never been that relevant. I don't know. Well, like, oh, I guess I've, I
0: have at, at uh, Abuelitas, huh?
1: No, we never had one.
0: Oh, I thought Christian had one there.
1: No, it was a PlayStation 4. Oh, okay. So it's just we 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 live in a PlayStation household.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, that's how you win one right there. Okay? So make sure you're starting right now. You just heard it, so make sure you're doing it. Okay? So right now, if you didn't just hit pause to go like, share, and subscribe, then you obviously don't want a free PlayStation. Right. If you want a free PlayStation, take a break. Pause right now. Like, share, subscribe. Screenshot, email. NerdThugRadio at gmail.com. You done, son? Right. You done. In the subject line, I recommend putting like an entry, a name. Please put a name on this because we are going to be assigning entries for literally six weeks.
1: Right, it's going to be a big deal.
0: Um, uh, we had twenty-two entries for the. You had twenty-one entries for the, uh, for the Chase giveaway for the Justice League, the, uh, the Hero Clicks Justice League Unlimited, uh, Black Mana Chase. That was a pain in my butt. I'm anticipating this is going to be a monster in my butt. Um, but I'm ready for a monster to be up in my butt just for you guys. Right. This is a big deal. This is the big one. Yeah. This is the big 300. I'm willing to put a monster in my butt for y'all. That's how much I love you. <laughs> um, Are we doing phrasing? Is no. That a, no. Phrasing? Oh. Phrasing? Phrasing? No one? Um, Okay. So that's the announcement. That's the deal. We're going to keep coming back to that for the next five and a half weeks. Win, an entertain- win a video game console. Is anyone else doing that for you? Right. Yeah. Grandma doing that? Pop, pop? What about it? No. Nerd Thug Radio. That's who's doing that for you. Like, share, subscribe. Um, what's been going on, man? What's uh. up? You know, nothing, <laughs> nothing unusual besides aside being here, I guess. This is probably the most unusual thing for your whole week. Right, yeah. Uh, I guess we could do this real quick. Like, we'll just do brief current events, and then we'll move on to nerd stuff. Um, I'm 90% sure that Harris County should be in lockdown right now.
1: Yeah. How, like, It doesn't affect me much because I never go anywhere, really. You're,
0: essentially, your family is in lockdown, but that's because your my stepmom your mother works for a school district so she gets this kind of information they're looking at these numbers daily they've essentially already said internally there probably won't be school next semester huh uh they because because we haven't heard anything from the governor it's basically been like well, I don't know probably maybe. but Dallas ISD had already announced that they are not coming back next semester they already they jumped at they actually said that last month
1: yeah they they had said but we're not we're
0: not sure down here yet but but considering more than, someone's more than already likely. done it. Right, more than likely. No. More than likely, yeah. And so right now the school district is just trying to make sure they can figure out ways to get all their kids in front of the Internet. Yeah. that's I mean, that's what it boils down to. They need to get as many kids in front of the Internet as possible so these kids don't fall behind. Because schooling at home is one of those things that's kind of a lost art now. Um, it's become the job of schools to educate. It always was, but even as they cut budgets and cut budgets and cut budgets, it, more and more and more and more it was the school's job to educate the kid. And... Now we're gonna see how, how well it does the other way.
1: Uh this is uh this is difficult. I did I did I do love some of the comments from parents where are like, You lied to me at every parent teacher conference, my kid is not wonderful to have in class. <laughs> this is terrible.
0: First of all, my kid's a terrorist. No one told me. <laughs> Secondly, who do I call at the FBI? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um yeah, I can only like Bad news bears. Well, you know you know what? Here's a real question I just had. It just came to me, and I just kind of wanted to kind of pose this question philosophically. What are we going to do with, about that revenue? I don't know. Like, there's money set aside in a state budget for schools that aren't going to be open, that aren't going to be running electricity, water, gas, well, that aren't a- going to be paying certain employees who only work when the students are there.
1: Um, and that's where a lot of the like the issues are coming up, a lot of surpluses and budgets in just certain areas. Cause.
0: But not really surpluses and budget because we're spending in other places massively to cover these things. Right. So like the school budget's huge. The school bank account is massive, but the like free lunch program is super broke. And they're like, huh, I wonder why. Well, it's because everyone who's not in school is on the free lunch program, like, Right, yeah. <laughs> the money is still needed somewhere, but it's not getting... Allocated, it's not getting moved. Right. I don't know. I don't know how you handle that as a city. Not sure. Because you don't know what's going to happen next. So you're planning for. Think about this. You plan for a year, January to December. School districts are are two years in that one year. Um, you've got to plan semester A, semester B, plus summer.
1: Right. That's the that's the difficult part about this year, especially, is because because everything was like. If you thought that the end of the semester was not shambles, like summer school is basically just
0: like a non, who's in summer school like right now? Non- who's, who's taking summer school right now? Right, like specific cases. It's it's got to be people who are non graduates right now, right? Like seniors who didn't graduate, who right. didn't qualify. That's got to be the only people taking any kind of summer program right now, probably. Because anybody else, the resources can't possibly be there for them,
1: right? And the or the things just straight up don't exist. A lot of these things are written, you know. Two weeks before they're given because of how things were, like, scheduled.
0: Oh, God. It's a mess. It is. It's a mess. Truly. I just, I'm just i just curious now what's going to happen, like, at a municipal level. Like, do cities have to sue, like, school districts to get money back? I don't think so
1: because it's not like the money is just, like, evaporating. Like, it's going Right, but places. it's
0: sitting, like, let's go hypothetical. Uh, I grew up in Harris County. I went to spring ISD. Right now, there would be a check from Harris County from, yeah, there'd be a check from Harris County from the state of Texas sitting in Spring ISD's account for funds for the year. Yeah. Where the comptroller allocates money out. It's so like at the start of the budget year, the comptroller should allocate at least a semester's worth of funds because the Spring ISD comptroller is not supposed to be going to Harris County every two weeks and asking for money. So it's at least a semester at a time where the funds go out. Mm-hmm. So it's coming up for for reload time if they don't pay out yearly if they pay out yearly this account is sitting there on tons of funds that they stopped using in march
1: well a lot, a lot of times they, they have to they have to pay different people to do different jobs and this is something that i get to see behind the, the scenes right
0: because your mom's an administrator higher up in the school district and i and i understand what you're saying you're right there are people who who do work year round your mom gets two weeks off a year she's not a teacher by right. any stretch of the imagination.
1: She gets Fridays off in the summers. Like Fridays
0: off in the summer and that's it. And then the two weeks off of vacation summer. And then like the district has a reset period of two weeks and that's it. Yeah. The rest of the time she works sixty plus hours a week. Probably more. Yeah. I'm I'm being nice about it. Because honestly, I think she works too much. But um It and would her, be both. <laughs> and honestly at this point, she's doing work that honestly I wouldn't do. I would tell them I would have told them no a long time ago for some of the stuff she takes on. And I'm like, Why are you even But that's your mom. Right. Your mom's your mom I won't even get into it. Your mom's she's a crazy person in a nice way. (laughs) That's an accurate statement. It is an accurate statement. Um, But so anyway, at this point, she's literally taking on a bunch of stuff that is seasonal people's jobs that never got done. Plus, she's still supposed to do her job. Plus, her job is basically has drastically changed because there's no school.
1: Right, there's no school, so she's not like in contact with these kids. But then she's also like getting in contact with people who's like the kids weren't able to participate in like. The regular schooling that was supposed to happen. Right.
0: Now it's like, what do you do about it? Like, I, it's it's a mess. It's an absolute mess.
1: And they did, like, and they did, I know for a fact that they did run, like, free lunch programs still because, you know, there's people, there's kids out here going hungry. Yeah. They, had, they still ran the, the free lunch program at the schools. Like,
0: You can't be starving them out.
1: Right. You can't be starving them out.
0: But you can't also, you're limited on what you can even do with them because you're not even really should be interacting with them because they may be the one to get you sick or vice versa. Right. So the whole thing's just a mess. Um, and then we're just out of the point now where the Memorial Party people have petered out, like, new case-wise. But the case numbers are still skyrocketing. Yeah. So we're now in the new phase, post-Memorial Day, where essentially Governor Abbott opened the state for everybody and just said, Everyone, you know, take it easy, but open-ish ish restaurants and bars 25 percent. everyone be cool everyone be cool however the numbers indicate that no one had any self-control
1: no absolutely not well i mean even the even the quote-unquote essential businesses you know despite all of the things you know never never once is any like of these major retailers requiring a mask well never these
0: people supposed to do either like if you're essential business like you were stuck this whole time as a worker
1: Right, you were stuck the whole time as a worker, and maybe you were required to wear a mask at some point. But they're not making everyone come in. Right.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Right, so they never did that,
1: and these, these, these businesses were, ignored. there were so many people in these tiny, tiny locations. Yes. I've never seen so many people at a Home Depot in my entire life. And, and you know, I was outside you, of it. And you
0: know what that was? Honestly, I, I think this is true. Because so many people were home with too much time, all of the honey do lists that like husbands have been able to get out of for the last six years. Now they got to go do. Cause there's literally can't go golfing. Can't go out with your buddies. Can't go to work. Can't use. You just came home late. Cause you're tired. And I don't want to, your wife's like, Hey, that thing has been creaking for three years. You go to the home Depot and you get a new wheel and you put it on there today. Or you watch the kids and I go out. Right. Okay. I'm going to go to the home Depot and I'm going to go get a wheel <laughs> and I'm going to come back and I'm going to put it on today. Please don't leave me with the kits. I think nationwide that's what happened because every department, every hardware store had like a spike in their sales.
1: Right. Yeah. Somehow, somehow people are like, there's a giant increase in like PVC pipe sales or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, like what's happening? I don't know. Like, what do, what do you
0: even need in a home Depot? There's nothing even there. Except for the, everything that you didn't want to do when you were, everything you put off when you were coming home. are like, this drawer's wonky when I open it. Right, but uh, I'm, I'm missing like screws for this cabinet. But I'm not going to do this. I need to buy light bulbs for the entire back half of the house. But I'm just, I'm just not going to deal with it. Now you have to. Now you have to because you're at home. F- Twenty-four hours a day. I was going to say fifteen, like there was somewhere else you get to go, but there's nowhere else. No, you have to be home. There's, there's nothing else. <laughs> my mom, my mom
1: was complaining where she was like, our electricity's gone up. I was like, yeah, because we're in the house all the time and it's the summer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what yeah. do you want us to do? <laughs> you want us to turn something off like what do you want to do instead you want to stare at each other for 20 hours because that's all we got there's no good options there are no good options um yeah man it changed a lot of things and i don't i don't listen i know it's become politically tied this debate i understand that it became uh right wingers don't wear masks because they're freedom loving and bald eagle petting americans and communist socialist coward lefties Wear masks because they're. I was gonna say something terrible right there, but I can't say that on the radio. We'll we'll have to, we'd have to change everything on episode three hundred. Uh, but <laughs> essentially they are barely humans, and they're definitely probably more female than male, if they are anything at all. Left wingers. That's how it, that's how it's played out, right? Like scaredy cats and superheroes, right? That's what it's basically been boiled down to, like right. Aubrey Huff, former Major League Baseball player, has been posting his tiktok videos where he's complaining about uh that's it i'm never wearing a mask again and anywhere who asks for a mask is losing my business because it's freedom america and you know i'm supposed to, it's not even good for you to breathe in your own co2 all day as though a mask is a spacesuit and they've been locked in i don't know man look i so it's gotten political right <laughs> i didn't come in for this heat <laughs> yeah it's gotten political The reality is, the numbers are indicating that we may want to do something. Regardless of how you feel politically, 3,600 new cases is a big number. Right. Considering it beats the old record pre-all of this by about 2,500. Oof. The old peak, I think it was around 14-something or 15-something. Like nationally. (laughs) The state of Texas was like... That's nothing. Watch this. Check this out. Hold my beer. <laughs> 3,600. One day. One day. Um, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. Texas is on pace for its own 100,000 month. That's pretty cool. Is it? No, no. No, it's not. And I think we have to be realistic. And let's be clear, the number's going to keep going up because we're about to slide into the time period of protest, riots, gatherings, public places. We are barely, if you go two weeks back, we are barely in open America. We're about to slide into wide open America. What do you think those numbers are going to look like?
1: Like, it's either we're all dead or we all live. Like, there's
0: no (laughs) in-between. I honestly think that we will hit a 5,000. You think? Yeah, I think within the next 10 days, you'll see a 5,000. Either nationally or just Texas. One of the two. Also, right now, Harris County is projected to be the second worst county in America. Only one in Arizona is on track to beat us. What's what's wrong in Arizona? (laughs) So, I recommend we all get out and try harder. Because if we're going down, I want to be first. Right. How is Arizona beating anyone? Just this one county, too. What? I don't know. Did, like, everyone with the
1: coronavirus be like, we're going to Arizona, like, simultaneously? I don't know, and it's a beautiful place. Like, I want to go. But, uh, not if they're just as sick as we are. But maybe somehow, somehow worse because Arizona is nothing and Harris County is enormous.
0: Yeah, that's a weird point. You're right about that. Yeah, I don't know. That's what <laughs> you put it in that perspective. You're right. <laughs> we are one of the bigger counties in the country in the world. And somehow Arizona is like, we're number one. <laughs> maybe everyone there is sick. Maybe they just maybe they own all the senior citizen homes and all the prisons for the state. And they're just like maxing out.
1: <laughs> they're like, we got this stuff on lock. It's like. It's a disease on
0: law. <laughs> Winning. Uh, also, Governor Abbott is dead set on blaming the 20 to 29-year-olds. Uh,
1: yeah, it's all their fault.
0: Uh, as a 21-year-old, as it's their fault. He's literally saying it's prisons, old people, and a massive uptake in 20 to 29-year-olds, which statistically he's correct. But I submit that it's not actually their fault. Now, yeah, some of them probably went out Memorial Day weekend and probably been going to bars since it opened. So they are It's probably half and half. But the other half are probably working all those essential jobs that nobody let close. And when you open everything back up, somebody else came in sick and got them sick. And they got nowhere else to go. They had to go to work on Monday. They got to go to work every day until this thing kicks in. It's only until they're full on Corona that they're not going to work. <laughs> when when they're barely Corona, they're at work. When they're super Corona, now they're in the hospital. And that's the re- I think that's the reality. Is I think a lot of them... But if you look, a lot of them probably work essential businesses. Probably. Because a lot of young kids, that's all I'm seeing are young kids. All I'm seeing are, uh, are, are, is that we have put our children into these places and been like, listen, you're the only ones who are going to make it, so you have to work it. And now we're like, you guys are spreading the disease, and that's kind of rude. Should have lived better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What other <laughs> options do we give them? Um We're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to kick it into pop culture, Nerd Thug Crazy. Have fun. Continue the celebration of episode 300 right here on Nerd Thug Radio. We'll be right back. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. going to tell you guys about my friends The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Located right there on 1488 in Conroe. Right now they're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep, to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together, even maybe some, some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys, and they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash uh, – I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out, and if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, Thanks and be safe, guys. Hey, Conros. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health prices straightened out. And get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but the community has always relied on itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where, as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest-growing counties in all of America. Uh, Thank you very much, and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at irelonestar.com. Of course, make sure to go to facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. We got all kinds of fun stuff happening there, including cosplayers of the day, including where we post the show. We're going to also be posting different headlines and stories from the pop culture and sports world. And as always, make sure you're liking, sharing, subscribing, because you could win a brand new gaming system. Either a PlayStation 4, an Xbox One, or a Nintendo Switch. All you got to do is screenshot you liking, sharing, or subscribing. And with sharing, I'm with an encouraging message. Hey, check this out. Check out this cool show. Hey, everybody watch this. Do that. Um, Make sure you email those screen grabs with, like, your name. Make sure your name's somewhere on it. To uh, nerdthugradio at gmail.com. You do that. You're entered to win. We're going to announce the winner on August 1st. Um, It's going to be exciting stuff. Oh, yeah. Somebody is winning a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One or a Nintendo Switch, up to three hundred dollars. Yeah. Um. So all that being said, make sure to keep enjoying the show. If you didn't just pause it and put three entries in, you're wasting your time. Right. You're wasting your time. If you didn't just pause the show and do three entries, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. I mean, to be fair, they have to do you have the rest of July to do it. But I would do it every single time. That's me. There's no limit on entries. I would enter as many times as possible. I would like it and share it on everything I could, and I would continue to share it. Over and over and over again, every day. There's no limit on entries. I hope I would submit a thousand entries into this. Yeah, because then I might win a brand new PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or Nintendo Switch. Yeah, but that's just me. That's just how I would win. No limit on entries. Like, share, subscribe. That's all I'm saying. Um. So we are a pop culture radio show. We've done our news for the day. We've covered the local stuff going on right here in Harris County and talked a little bit about education and COVID-19 and everything that's happening with that. Now let's get into some cool stuff.
1: Yay, the fun things.
0: Um, Munchkins has announced a new set in conjunction with everyone's favorite corporation,
1: Disney. Wow. Never think I'd see the day where Munchkin gets a Disney set.
0: It's kind of a weird thing, right? Like Munchkin has sort of grass its way up the licensing ladder. Ah, uh, that's true. It did have a Marvel one, not that it long. It did, uh, but that was almost. You feel like probably it's tough to say timing wise when it would that would have had to have been signed for it to have been created. Well, no, because some of the later ones were like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, later on, but the initial license signing, like, uh, did true, they true. get in early? Were like, like where they were still Marvel and it was easier, or did they have to go through the Disney hoops to get in, and mm-hmm. then they were like, well, "We're not going anywhere now." And now they've opened the doors all the way open because I don't think I've seen a Star Wars munchkins. I don't think so either. So this makes me think that they probably got in with Marvel pre Disney at least initially. Because munchkins is actually older than you think it is.
1: Yeah, it's it's a pretty I've I've, I've recognized it from several several years ago.
0: Um but now Tomorrow, I assume way back. this is going to be I assume like princesses and everything else. The box, the cover all that looks very frozen-esque. Um, so I assume this is going to be, like, an expansive Disney catalog of characters. Which would be pretty dank, because there's a lot of really fun Disney characters. There are, and especially the idea of, like, putting them all together, combating and working with them and all that, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like, that would right. be fun.
1: and Munchkin's a super fun game, like, if you wanted to play with, like, kids and stuff. It's super accessible.
0: It is, and it's all about the licensing is what makes it even more fun, because the game itself is simple, and it translates It's all of them with no problem, and so then it's just finding the version that's fun for you. Right. Um more importantly to me disney has had here recently a little bit of success kind of putting everything together they've done a couple app games now where they like one of them's like disney wizard or disney magic or disney sorcerer or something where like all the magic users of the disney universe are good guys and bad guys and you do battle by summoning the other heroes and then another one is sort of in the scheme of like the star wars galaxy quest or the marvel strike force where you build your roster of Disney characters, including, like, the Incredibles and Darkwing Duck and everybody else. Mm -hmm. And they've built these different games up, which I think are really interesting licensing opportunities for them because for a long time, the closest thing you could get where everything was all merged and mixed was the Disney Infinity series for the PlayStation.
1: Right, and that was back when the toys toys to games was, like, a really huge thing, like the Skylanders kind of.
0: The Skylanders, the Infinities, the Legos... Yeah, there was there was a couple different lines of you're right, toys to video game, there was opportunity, mm-hmm. there was opportunity afoot, um, and Infinity was the only one that was mixing superheroes, Disney characters, and Jedi's. Right, yeah, it mixed all the properties because you know it's the it's the gauntlet of death that is Disney is entertainment now. I mean, the, the idea of the things you could have done there, like Fur Beast hanging out with Chewbacca, hanging out with uh. The guy from Monsters Inc. just visually, like that would be funny.
1: Yeah, and the fact that like they were all kind of stylized to be more cohesive, like it yeah, was really
0: cool, and and just neat. They had a lot. They had a lot of just good characters. The Avengers, the the Disney, the Jack Skeleton, and all kinds of other Disney ones. I uh, mean, Disney Disney's classic for a reason. Like, you're definitely not. Yeah, you're not building an empire off of garbage. Right. That's for sure. Um, and so there's a lot of interesting things going on with that, but probably most interesting to me, um. Is the idea now of like a Munchkins Disney game? Like Disney doesn't do. I, I'm like trying they, to think as I say this. They don't have a lot of tabletop gaming. No, not really. Uh, they never really have. They've had they have their own line of like children's versions of board games. So I want to be clear about that. But as far as like yeah, and they do they do the the common line thing. You know, the Clue, the Monopoly, all those things. But they don't. They haven't really broken into thinking like in the adventure begins. That whole room is full of shelves of gaming. Right. And there's not like a Disney shelf. No. And there's not like Disney versions of certain games either. No. There's there's almost probably no Disney product except for Marvel.
1: Right. Outside of Marvel licensing, there's really not much in that
0: realm. Right. And I think that that's a whole open space for Disney. And I think that that was part of the thing about purchasing Star Wars or purchasing Marvel that they didn't even think about, but now that nerd is rising. The um, nerd rising. That's right. We're in the middle of a nerd rising here. And I think that this is an opportunity that they didn't realize they had. And now they get to license out some interesting things. And I hope this is the beginning of some cool licensing opportunities. And Stephen Jackson games is a good one to start with. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: Munchkin just being just a super accessible game, too. Like it's yeah, not hard to
0: figure out, not hard to get into, not like, hard to get we, started we with. Played
1: it, the first time I played it, I was like, it took me like two seconds, and then we were in it, and I had a blast.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so one thing that COVID has totally screwed up for comic books is shipping, shipping, shipping and release dates,
1: man. I love it.
0: Okay. Are you ready? Oh, I do
1: have a tragic story to tell, but we can get into that a little bit later.
0: I'm going to name you a list of titles that were all scheduled to come out that have yet to find a home, whether in print or digital, all from Marvel. Okay. Uh. Um, I guess DC has their own thing now, right? They've got two things now, yeah. So Darkhold Alpha, Giant Size X-Men Storm, X-Men Dawn of X, Saga 1, Amazing Mary Jane, The Punisher vs. Barracuda, Werewolf by Night, Children of the Atom, Gwen Stacy, Amazing Spider-Man, Web of Venom, Runaways, Arrow, Swordmaster, Morbius, Black Panther, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Nebula, Atlantis Attacks. Atlantis Attacks was a huge crossover at one point. It's now not even going to come out yet. What's happening? Immortal Hulk, Threshing Place, Marvel, The Marvels, Marvel Snapshot, Marvel's X, America Chavez, Bait in the USA, Empire, Spider-Man, Black Widow, Widow, Sting, Widowmaker's Red Guardian, Yelena Belova. Those are crossovers. They'll probably put those off to November. Taskmaster, number one, probably November. How to Read Comics the Marvel Way, number one. Conan the Barbarian, Savage Sword of Conan, Dark Agnes. All of the Empire stuff, that massive crossover that was supposed to happen, the big space war was supposed to happen between Avengers and the world and Fantastic Four and all that, it's not out. Empire Storm Ranger, Empire Thor, Empire Squadron Supreme, Empire The Invasion of Wakanda, Empire Ghost Rider. None of it. They don't know what's going on. New Warriors. Hopefully it never comes out. Uh, Union, Power Pack, Champions.
1: We're getting a new Power Pack?
0: (laughs) Not yet. I guess not. Not yet. Infinite Destiny's I don't know why I like the power pack so much. (laughs) Iron Man, Thor, Avengers, Guardians, Web of Spider-Man No. 1, Ghost Rider Annual, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, These titles were rescheduled for June and July, but have no issues scheduled in August, but may return later on. Ghost Rider, Daredevil, Miles Morales Spider-Man, Strange Academy, New Mutants, Doctor Strange, Marvel's X, Marvel Snapshot, and Black Panther Agents of Wakanda. Like... That's a huge... About a, about half of their line, they don't know when it's going to land. Two big crossover stories they were in the middle of. Thanks, Diamond. Um, yeah, and I, I think 90% of it's Diamond. And I think the other 10% is just that you don't have a plan B when you only have one option.
1: You, you, there's no other option when there's a Monopoly. That's the whole point. Right.
0: That's why, why it's bad. <laughs> it is why it's bad. Uh, And it's why uh, me personally, as I'm gearing up to release Another Day at the Office, it's now been available for about a day or so for stores to order. Um, Another Day at the Office, I'm going to make it available only through the stores. Mm -hmm. I want to try that model too, where people come to the stores to buy my books. So I'm selling it to the stores at a wholesale price. Right. Um, The flip side is next month I'm going to release a new book, and I'm going to try the exact opposite way where I'm going to try to go customer first and not interact with the stores and see which one is better for me and which one is a more viable option long-term. Right. Um, Because I don't know. I don't know. And I think that there's, depending on how big or small you are, there's opportunities on either side of it. And yeah, if if Diamond is the only option and no one's moving around, it doesn't do you any good. Mm Mm-hmm. And look at what it's done to the publishing plans of Marvel, who notoriously have always done a good job of planning out storylines through their books, weaving stories. Yeah. Hey, what was going on with that guy? If you want to know, check out Empire in three months. Like, those sort of ideas, but now where's it going to land?
1: Right. Is it all going to come out at once? Is it going to streamline? Or we is this release schedule now
0: like two and a half years long because this is like a year's worth of books? I don't know. Well, and here's the other part of it that's odd. Uh, I was talking to Bill, owner of the Adventure Bins, Comics Games, and more. And Marvel is essentially doing every other week. They're shipping their floppies one week and their trades and graphic novels the next to try and ease pressure on shops. Uh-huh. But what that also means is they're not getting ahead. They're not even catching up. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, unless they double ship each week, which doesn't fix anything because that would make it the same number of books. right? And then it's like, well, why aren't you just doing them regular? Um, so if they're literally just skipping weeks, and that's what this is showing us, how do they catch up? What's the model like for that? How many of these are going to have to go digital? How many of these are ever going to happen at all? Also, they did a weird thing with uh, the X-Men books where they added um, – originally it was a 15-part Swords of X story. Mm-hmm. They're going to make some sort of magical sword. Something's going to happen with swords. I don't know. Sword. Swords. It's now 24 parts. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. In an era of slow shipping, and we still don't know when Children of the Atom is even coming out, one of the X-Men titles. But I don't think it was... I don't remember it being listed on there at all for the crossover nope. for Swords of X. Nope. Um, That's not even on there. No, it was on this list I just read. But oh. for the Swords of X, they released a list of like all the titles that are going to be involved in Swords of X including the debut of a new Captain Britain book. Um, I don't think Children of the Atom was one of them. X-Factor is, so maybe X-Factor is going to come out. But now that means maybe Children of the Atom isn't? Like, I'm not
1: sure. Children of the Atom was a great fighting game, but I don't think it needs a comic book adaptation. Well, that's not
0: what it is. (laughs) uh, It's actually written by a friend of the show, Vita Ayala. um, And it was an interesting idea of, like, what about this generation of mutants now? Modern era. The era of Reddit, of social media, of anti...
1: Brain chain guy. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Some I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Look, I'm always a big fan of brain
0: chain guy. <laughs> brain chain guy is not in it. Why not? Why isn't brain chain guy in anything? You know, they told a story about who was in the brain. Like, the brain in the jar. It's actually like an old lady or something. That's... I don't know. They told a story about it. But, uh... I that, need more. Just one. Just, just one. one. I need more. That's one. all you got. The rest of the time, it just floats in the background doing stuff.
1: Right. Um they o- that's always like they're like, yeah, young mutants and there's always a brain chain
0: guy. <laughs> brain chain guy just floating around. Um yeah, I don't know I don't know what the plan is. I don't know. And it's a weird direction to go. Like if you're having trouble getting books out, to then be like, hey, let's essentially increase by over half the number of books on this crossover. From fifteen to twenty four is a jump. That's nine. That's cool. a jump. Not only is that a
1: jump, it's a jump with a weird
0: schedule and, like, 20 years of backlog now. When you got to wonder, like, does this mean they sit down and said, we can do more with this? Or did this mean they sit down and went, hey, remember that stuff we cut? Let's, Let's just p- put it here. Let's just put it here. Like, <laughs> This what? is
1: either the best or the worst thing possible. Right.
0: This is either going to be expertly told or way too long. <laughs> it's just going to be, like, a jumbled mess. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I I've hope d- not. I've never seen a book add nine titles to a crossover. Just casually. Yeah. in what was originally supposed to be the big summer event, and now it's coming out at the end of the year, November-ish. Originally, this was supposed to be the summer event. It's already supposed to be out. I don't know. Nine books. Nine books. New nine books. <laughs> <sighs> ah, it's weird, man. Um. Also going on in the conversation, if we're talking about Marvel, we should go ahead and mention DC. They are working with two local distributors, and they've also started working with a book distributor for trades. They now announce that they will fulfill orders on Diamond through, January, through July 31st for orders that were already placed and backlogs and all that.
1: Which is understandable.
0: Stores are seeing that as a victory that they forced DC to come back to Diamond. But they're not. They're not coming back. That's not the what The reality happens. is they're easing the transition now. Right. Whereas before, they are like, we done, and we don't care. Everyone pitched such a fit that they said, okay, we'll, we'll... We'll fulfill some of your orders. We'll fulfill and we'll honor what we've talked about. However, you are going to be moving over to these two. And there's some people who are saying, well, maybe I don't want a stock diamond. Let's, or a uh, stock DC. Let's be clear about something. If you have a comic book shop and you don't sell Batman comic books... Just close the door. Right. Just
1: close the door. There's going to be tons of people who walk in your store and will walk out because you don't have what they
0: want. Right. Just close the door. I mean, who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? Um, And then I know that there's business implications to it. I know people want to complain about shipping or they want to talk about this or whatever the case may be. I understand that. But I don't want to have the conversation where we go down the road that just because it was convenient, that was what was okay. Right. Or how dare DC try to change things. When everyone has been screaming for a change for 10 years. Right. Also, Diamond hasn't pulled their weight through any of this. Right. Diamond hasn't been the helper everybody wants to paint them as. As a matter of fact, everyone was painting them as the villain as recently as a month ago. It was only until DC did something different that everyone else changed their mind.
1: Right. When they realized, I might have to pay other people for shipping instead of all of it coming from one place. And really, that's what you're going to complain about, even though it's like you're being held at gunpoint
0: because it's like Diamond or nothing. Right. And then someone's like, oh, well, DC leaving is going to give lots of room for other publishers, blah, blah, blah. Only if Diamond actively helps. Right. Only if Diamond actively sells. Otherwise, the catalog got lighter, but no one cares. There's a ton of publishers who don't turn the page past, or a ton of stores, who don't turn the page past Image or past Dark Horse or past Boom, maybe now. But like... For the most part, they go major two, major three, major five, and then that's it. There's too much stuff. It's too hard for them to go through and find everything. Um, A comment Bill made when he got into this, he's like, I didn't realize how much things had changed. There were thousands of SKUs potentially to order. And that's not a way to run a catalog. You've got to help people narrow and define and find quality books and quality products. And the thing of it is is right now there's nobody who's – actively trying to separate their products from everyone else's Mm -hmm. there's no there's not a publisher right now who's advertising directly to readers make sure you check out our book and giving you good reasons why with the exception i would say probably of boom boom is putting out new books and doing a good job of finding audiences for those books as they go but then they do tight print runs and then they do reprints and that's how they build momentum is they hey we keep selling out we've sold out five print runs of issue one and they do, but the reality is those print runs weren't huge. They were, you know, by the end of it, they've probably printed the book 60,000 times. Um, so bragging about four sellouts is not quite the same accomplishment as if Marvel goes, hey, Avengers number one sold out. Like, that one probably printed 90,000 copies. Like, that'd be a bigger deal. Right. But nobody's working to put these books in front of that many people anymore. Nobody's... R- well, like a lot
1: of a lot of these these lines, I don't even know were happening, and now then I find out that Marvel's you know fifty series behind.
0: Right, right, and then then you got to wonder like where do you go? What do you do? How do you catch up if you don't even know if it's going to come out? And it's pretty obvious that they've backed off a little bit of the scope of Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Empire originally was going to be like a full on. There's like a Marvel X Men book, and I think the first two issues came out for the X Men Fantastic Four Empire already. Uh, like there's a weird stagger to ever to all of this. So I don't know what the final answer looks like for everyone. But everyone's got to do like it's not the job of the store. If there's a store here in Houston, it's not their job to get me customers in California. Right. Now it's uh, I'd like to see my distributor getting new stores every day. Like if I went to a distributor and they said we opened 40 new accounts this month. And we hope to open we hope to open 400 new accounts by the beginning by the end of this year. I'd say, that's pretty good. Okay. That's somewhere I should go because they're going to potentially be putting my book in more places. I can get into that. I can be a part of a growing machine. But when somebody's like, yeah, the direct market exists and Diamond's the only supplier and there's about a thousand comic shops. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Where else does Diamond sell? That's it. Comic shops. Oh, okay. Okay. GameStop has exclusives and Target has exclusives and Walmart has exclusives and all these other places have deals and exclusives that aren't through Diamond, though? Yeah. That's correct. Uh, okay. Then maybe I don't want to work with them. If they're getting beat selling the one thing they sell yeah, and they're not... And they, someone else is doing a better job than them? Well, the fact that DC moved over so fast... Okay, well if you're not gonna do it, then we're gonna do it. Right. And, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It took them it took them a month, two months. Well, and it turns out behind the scenes that they've probably been wanting out a long time. Right, and this was just like the big push for it. Yeah, because Diamond announced essentially that DC when they renewed their deal last time, they never they didn't renew it to include exclusivity. Mm. They wanted the option to look at other places. So for Diamond this couldn't have been a surprise if I'm doing a deal with somebody and at that point for the first time ever, they're like, hey, we don't want to be exclusive anymore. If I'm if I'm if, dating someone. Right. And they say we don't want to be exclusive anymore. I can't be surprised when three months later they're moving out with their girlfriend, Sabrina. Like, I've got to see it coming. I've got to be honest. Right? Be real with yourself. i got to be real with myself. When someone comes home and goes, I think I should see other people. Or it's like in the movie uh, Euro Trip. He's talking to his girlfriend at graduation. She's like, I'm tired of the lies and the cheating. And he's like, baby, I'm not lying and cheating. She's like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Not what you want to hear. No. But it's time to be honest. It's time to be honest at that point. It's time to be real. Scotty doesn't know. And I feel like, as a whole, the industry is kind of caught unaware. And Diamond should have gone out of their way to announce when they signed the new deal. Or D.C. should have gone out of their way to announce when they signed the new deal eight months ago. Sign a new deal, sign a new extension, ready to keep doing business. Just a heads up, everybody, this deal isn't exclusive. Yeah, that's a big deal. That would have been a big deal. That would have told the industry then. Okay, well, there might be changes on the horizon. It would have given everybody time to look and take stock and maybe make some plans. Right,
1: or the same thing would have happened... And everyone still would have been blindsided.
0: Well, and that would have just been because people don't plan, right? But it would have it would have given somebody an opportunity. And I think that's the biggest problem is that people are just completely caught unaware, right? Uh, how are we doing on time here? We got like two minutes. All right, good, okay. Oh, three minutes, my bad. All right. So obviously, this is the wrap up right here. This has been episode three hundred. It's been a pleasure to do this. We're gonna keep doing these. Uh, we've kind of had a refocus and a kind of a, a change of heart about the show and how we want to do this. We want to keep growing the show. Uh, we want people to stick with us, and that's why we've reinvested into the show and started doing these giveaways. We want to give back to the fans and to the audience. We're going to keep doing more stuff. We're going to find ways to do more stuff. We're going to get more involved in our sponsorships where we give back to you guys as much as we, as much as we try to build this thing up just ourselves. Um, the reality is it takes more than just Nico and me to make this thing happen. It takes all of you guys, too. So 300 episodes is a big deal, but most importantly, it's a big deal Because it means you guys have been with us this whole time. So we appreciate the help. We appreciate the ride. We appreciate the love. Um, Again, you can win a PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or Nintendo Switch simply by liking, sharing, or subscribing right now. Hit pause. Like, share, and subscribe. Email the screenshot of that to nerdthugradio at gmail.com. Nerdthugradio at gmail.com. All one word. Shoot an email with the screenshots, make sure your name's somewhere in it so we can keep track of the entries for you. Someone's going to be made a winner. July it's going to be announced August first through the entire month of June and to the remainder of June and the rest of, in all of July. We're going to pick a winner right there August first. Okay, so make sure it could be you. Unlimited entries. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Win. It's not that hard. <laughs> All that being said, on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd channel. Be good to each other. Be kind to each other. The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more, as always, is a great place to go and do your gaming, so make sure to support them. Support local. Help local. Be good to each other. Be kind to each other. As always, hang out. Have a good time. Stay safe. Stay clean. Black Lives Matter. DLG of Nerd Thug Radio I'm going to tell you guys about my friends The Adventure Begins Comics Games and More located right there on 1488 in Conroe right now they're not open but the Facebook page is active they are still working every day to keep to keep their inventory going they're building a website they they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together even maybe some some internet based things that they're working on uh but they they want to stay connected with the community they want to stay connected with you guys and they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times so reach out to facebook.com backslash uh, i believe it's the adventure begins if not just check the search bar the adventure begins comics games and more we often link to them so you can see them on our page just reach out and if you can support them at all go ahead and do so uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity uh thanks and be safe guys Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.